0: For God is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. And yet, people will end up in hell. And the reason? One sin. Rejecting Christ. That's the only reason people will go to hell. On the day of judgment, they will stand before God. And the reason will be, you rejected me.
1: Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. It's good to have you with us for our continuing focus on God's mighty, unwavering love. Today, Raul will take a sobering look at the fickle faith of the Israelites who continually turned their backs on God and finally experienced His justice. We'll see that the Lord's desire is for every person to enjoy eternal life with Him, and He's provided everything necessary through Jesus Christ. If you have your Bible, join us in Matthew chapter 23, verse 37, for the message Rejecting God's Divine Love. Here's Raul. Jesus
0: is now, as we have learned, He's coming to Jerusalem. He came on Sunday. He rode upon a cult of Manasseh into Jerusalem. They were all shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, save now, save now. Spreading their garments on the ground. And as he entered Jerusalem, the first thing he did is he went down into Jerusalem and entered into the city and went down to the temple on Tuesday. And when he went to the temple, he recognized that the Jews there, the Pharisees and the scribes, which were the leaders, and there was another group called the Sadducees, that they were keeping the people from coming into true worship. And when Jesus saw that, he got so angry that he made a whip, gentle, loving Jesus, and went into the temple and began to whip people out of the temple. All these people, they set up little booths to rip the people off. Once he did that, He walked out and then we have the story now where he knows that this is now Wednesday and Thursday is coming. Thursday he will be not only arrested, but he will be tried and he will be crucified. And what's incredible is that here in chapter 23, 37 through 39, he now is coming, what we call the rejecting of the God's divine love. And what you have here is that rejection that he brought to them and that he brings to us in loving us, in caring for us, and giving the whole world an opportunity to receive his love, grace, and mercies. Think about that for a moment. I mean, 1,900 years, the gospel of Jesus Christ has been given, being poured out by the Holy Spirit. And there is a time, there is a place, there is a line that is drawn in the sands. that once a person has been not only dealt with by the love of God and the grace of God and the mercy of God, and they continue to reject God's love and God's grace and God's mercy, once they cross that line, not even God himself can bring you back to the other side. You're done. It's called the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. And this is a point and situation here where Jesus is giving them the last opportunity before the judgment of God will come. And you'll see in a moment why the Jews have suffered so much, even to the present time. And in the future, they're going to suffer tremendously. It's incredible. And it's going to be a horrible, horrible time. The Bible says that. And the world's very unstable when you look at it today. It's not stable, it's unstable. Every major nation of the world, man, is looking and saying, What in the world is going on? And yet, when you read the Bible, you know what's going on. Times are moving forward, the Lord is coming back soon. And imagine how it must have been for Jesus being in Jerusalem and being rejected and coming with great love and offering God's mercy and kindness and to have people spit on your face because they don't want the truth of Jesus Christ. Look what he says beginning in verse 37 through 39. Let's read the text. He says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate, for I say to you, you shall see me no more until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We see in these final words of Jesus as he's addressing Israel. That Israel in the past has murdered the prophets. That have come with the message. The message of hope. And the coming of the Messiah. And yet we see that now the tone of the wrathful condemnation of grief. Is sounding in the ears of the people as we see a kind of a degree of compassion. But Jesus is really lamenting because of the rejection that he's received from his own people. The Jews. So these are words of lament. And the appeal is the appeal for repentance. That people would repent. And so when I went back, let's look at verse 37. There's a fourth point here, which we see the love of God here poured out to Israel. When he starts out here, he starts out with these words of lament. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, speaking of this wonderful, great city. If you've been with us to Jerusalem, maybe it's not like the time of Jesus. But when you stand on top of the Mount of Olives and you're looking to the city of Jerusalem, the Eastern Gate and you're looking at the uh, Dome of the Spirits on this side, which is where Solomon's Temple used to be, and the Mosque of Omar on the other side, you begin to see that this is a very special city. There's something special when you go to Israel. Israel. And I can just see as Jesus standing on top of the Mount of Olives, looking to the city and lamenting and saying, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, man, I send you prophets. And you killed them. When all they wanted to do is bring you the truth of the gospel, the truth of the word of God. And that's why Jesus fell so bad here and he was lamenting Because he came not to condemn the world, but to save the world. To save the world. For God is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. To repentance. And yet, people will end up in hell. Because they never repented. And the reason? One sin. Rejecting God's love and grace and mercies. Rejecting Christ. That's the only reason people will go to hell. On the day of judgment, they will stand before God. And the reason will be, you rejected me. Sad, but so true. And so Jesus standing here in front of the people, crying out with great grief. He says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. Her. And then check this out, what he says here. Here is his heart. How often I wanted to gather your children together. How many times I wanted to gather you to me, but you would not. You didn't want a part of me. He gives an illustration that's beautiful here. He says, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hand gathers her little chicks under her wings. For what? For protection. For protection. Think about that. All God wanted to do is to protect Israel from enemies. And Israel was not only had an open ear, but their ears became deaf to what he was saying. And he's crying out for the last time because he can see he's God. He can see what's going to happen in the future. Israel's going to suffer tremendously. Why? The next sentence. That you were not willing. Wow. You were not willing. You rejected me. You rejected my love. You rejected my grace. You rejected my mercy. And what would happen? Listen, from that point on, and from the past, even from that point on, to the present and the future, Israel is going to go through hell. Through hell. Why? Why? Because in 70 A.D., 40 years after this, Titus came with his Roman legion. And what did they do? They killed one million Jews and 90,000 they took prisoners and they burned down Jerusalem. Why? Because they rejected Jesus Christ. Could it be very possible that America is under siege as God is allowing that to happen, like He did to Israel back in the Old Testament when He allowed Babylon to come and chasten the people of God and take them into captivity? That's why, to me, this lesson is so important for me personally as a Christian. To know that we are living in very dangerous days. We're living in a time where people are not pursuing, seeking after God in spirit and in truth. People, and this is not the world, the world's lost. But I'm talking about the church. The reason we don't see what the book of Acts talks about today is because sin has grieved the Holy Spirit of God. By the way we live, by the things we do.
1: You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Roll Reese. Well, we wanted to bring Roll into the studio to help us bring some of this down to a very practical level today. Roll, the Bible talks about love covering a multitude of sin. What exactly does that mean? Because people might misunderstand it thinking that you can go on in sin because God loves you. Is that Number what it means?
0: one, he forgives all sin. But if you don't repent of your sins, then you're still a sinner, and you can go do whatever you want to do, and then one day you'll be judged. But when you come to the Lord like you and I came to the Lord, I mean, I didn't have any background to the Bible. Or, or the Lord. But when I came to the Lord, I got convicted by watching Pastor Chuck Smith on TV. I knew immediately that I needed to make things right with my wife. My wife watched me the next day what I was going to do. I went to the bookstore. I didn't even know I had books to buy Bibles. So I went to the bookstore and I bought a big old Bible so I could start reading. So something happened. She still didn't believe me until I started going to Calvary Chapel, beginning to become a Christian, going to the high schools. My life began to change. Why? I didn't do that before. I didn't want to do it before. But now I didn't have to say I'm going to go. I wanted to because it burned in my heart. And that's what happens when you accept Christ. You have your own experience. There's no way that Christ can burn in your heart and say I'm not a Christian. You have to say I am a Christian.
1: Exactly. And that really brings it down to a practical level. Roel, thanks so much for sharing with us today. If you'd like to get a copy of the entire love series, we'll tell you how you can order that in just a few moments. Until then, let's listen to the final part of today's message, Rejecting God's Divine Love.
0: And imagine as Jesus standing there pronouncing not only his love and grace and mercy, but also weeping before them, knowing that the judgment would come, judgment would come upon his people. And literally he was saying, you guys, I feel sorry for you now. Because from now on, you're going to suffer tremendously. Your children are going to suffer. And the reason is because you rejected me. This is it. No more opportunities. You're done. But you were not willing. You were not willing. And I think of how many people today are not willing. Willing to come to Christ. Willing to change their attitude, change their lives and their hearts by coming to Christ. Why? Because Christ has a better program for your life. A better life. Oh yeah, it's a hard life. I'm not saying it's easy, it's hard. But think of all the people that you know, all the people that are in your family. If they don't see a transformation, if they don't see a change in your life, then instead of bringing them to Christ, you're turning them away from Christ, and one day God will hold you responsible. The Bible says, to much is given, much more will be required of that person. The more light, the more judgment. That's why we have to be careful how we live. We have to be obedient to the word of God. We can't take what little bit of this, a little bit of that. No, the whole counsel of God. Imagine how the Pharisees standing there and the scribes were sitting there. They've been following Jesus for three and a half years. And at the same time, following him not to know the truth, but following him to entrap him. To entrap him and to turn him over to Rome. To kill him. And now their opportunity is over. Because now the Lord says, it's a done deal, you guys. I'm out of here. I'm done. We see that they were not willing, but yet the love of God is so amazing. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, 4, it says that God's love is a great, great love that He has for us. Paul says, but God who is rich in mercy because of His great love and where He loved us. He loved you. You didn't love him. He loved you first before you ever loved him. And look at the opportunity that he gives to you every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night, throughout the week to know him and to read about him and to get fed by his word of God, by the Bible. And to be able to share with those that you play with, those that you work with, wherever you shop, whatever you do, to be able to share not a religion, but a personal love relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the key. Not shoving down the gospel people's throats, but living out the life of Christ so that people can ask questions in your life. Hey, what's different about you from those other people? It's Jesus. It's Christ. Living in me and living through my life. See, not preaching religion. Look at the second point verse 38 now his rebuke to Israel just one liner see notice your house is left to you desolate wow you know what's beautiful about this he said in uh, remember when we were studying he went up to the temple he said you've made my father's house a house of thieves and robbers my father's house now he says your house it's no longer his house it's a done deal you know what it says Ichabob in the Old Testament the glory has departed the glory has departed his presence no longer will be here it's a done deal wow that's incredible when you read the scriptures He says, look, see, your house, not my house, your house is left to you desolate. Speaking, 40 years later, Titus would come and destroy the city of Jerusalem and destroy the temple, burn it down to the ground. How sad. And yet I think of today in the 21st century, Is this the hand of God on America? And is God saying, Ichabod to America, the glory has departed. Is this the judgment of God? That's why the church needs to get it together. God has given us His love, His grace, and His mercies. God is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance, He said. And the grace of God and the mercy of God and the love of God that is given to us. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. The invitation is given. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any one of you open the door to your hearts and invite me in, I'll come in and sup with you and you with me. All over the scriptures. Invitation after invitation. God's love written all over the place. Because God loves us. God is not wanting to judge us or destroy us. He's not willing that any one sinner would ever go to hell. And hell's a real place. Imagine this morning as we're standing here and sitting here this morning. Underneath us in the center of the earth. All the people that are screaming and burning and wishing they could come back to the service and receive Christ but they can't, it's too late. The only opportunity you'll ever get is while you can breathe. And once you stop breathing and you die, it's over. Heaven or hell, the Bible says. He says, your house is left to you desolate, fully desolate. The word to see here, it means to look, it means to watch, and to see for yourselves. Look for yourselves. What's happened to my house? My house is no longer there. It's your house now. It's your problem. You are the ones that made the bed. Now you got to lie in it. I gave you opportunity after opportunity, but you would not receive it. You would not take it. And now he says, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And now you got to deal with judgment. So it's important what Jesus is saying here because he's crying out and saying, okay, you guys, this is your last opportunity. This is it. But he says, but I want to let you know one more thing. Look at point number three, verse 39. He says, here is his promise to Israel. He says, for I say to you, Israel, you shall see me no more. And if he would have put a period there, it would have been horrible, but he didn't. Not even a comma. He says, For I say unto you, You shall see me no more until you say this from your own lips. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They're going to say that when Jesus Christ comes again. Not now. Not now. They're still going to be going through the fire. But there is a day coming when they will stand there and they'll look at Jesus Christ and they're going to ask this question, hey, who pierced your hands, who pierced your side, and who pierced your feet? And he's going to say this, this and this and this and this was done in the house of my friends. You did it. You did it to me. But I forgive you. Incredible story of Jesus Christ.
1: If the Israelites' weak faith has convicted you about your commitment to the Lord, we encourage you to seek His forgiveness and make a fresh start. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. If you'd like to hear today's program again, we'll be happy to send you a complete copy for a donation of $5 or more. To get that, simply call 800-634-9165 and ask for the lesson, Rejecting God's Divine Love. To strengthen your confidence in God's reconciling grace, we'd also like to offer you Rawls' 25-message love series on a convenient MP3 flash drive. This study provides hours of insight into the greatness of God's heart and the salvation He freely gives to everyone who comes to Him in repentance. You'll see that if you put your faith fully in Jesus Christ alone, you'll gain the richest blessings of heaven. To purchase Rawls Love Series on MP3, visit SomebodyLovesYou.com or call 800-634-9165. You can also order by writing us at Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. We also have several free resources we invite you to access for more truth from God's Word. Download our Somebody Loves You app to your iPhone or Android, and you'll be all set to enrich your spiritual life with digital Bible studies, an easy scripture reading plan, and much more. You can also download any of these programs as podcasts using Spotify or iTunes. This is a listener-supported ministry, and your generous donations help keep us on the air. Thanks so much for partnering with us as we spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, it's been a pleasure to study the Word of God with you today, and we invite you to join us again next time for more biblical guidance to direct your steps in your daily walk with God. Here's Raul with a final comment.
0: He's quoting from Psalm 118, verse 26 in the Old Testament. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Who's that? Jesus, he says. Even though you're going to go through the fire, and I'm going to bring you through the fire, at the end of the tunnel, you're going to say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. But before that, there's going to be millions of Jews dying. They're going to go through the fire. And surely they've gone heavy into the fire when the Nazis burned so many and killed so many Jews. And I love the Jews. But today when you go to Israel, maybe there's 10,000 that are believers, The rest of the nation over six million, don't believe in Christ, don't believe in the God. don't believe in nothing. But yet God's hands upon them, watching over them, and it's important that we understand that if He's watching over them, think how much more God is watching over us, the church. The church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today, 1900 years, God has given the church, the Gentile church, an opportunity to bring hundreds and millions and billions of people into the kingdom of God. Jesus is coming soon. I don't have my eyes on this world. I have my eyes on the Lord. I'm waiting for my redemption draw at night for him to take me home. I am.